Trust. A trust is a legal relationship in which the holder of a right gives it to another person or entity who must keep and use it solely for another's benefit. In the Anglo-American common law, the party who entrusts the right is known as the settler, the party to whom the right is entrusted is known as the trustee, the party for whose benefit the property is entrusted is known as the beneficiary, and the entrusted property itself is known as the corpus or trust property. A testamentary trust is created by a will and arises after the death of the settler. An inter vivos trust is created during the settler's lifetime by a trust instrument. A trust may be revocable or irrevocable, an irrevocable trust can be broken, revoked, only by a judicial proceeding. The trustee is the legal owner of the property and trust, as fiduciary for the beneficiary or beneficiaries who are or are the equitable owners of the trust property. Trustees thus have a fiduciary duty to manage the trust to the benefit of the equitable owners. They must provide a regular accounting of trust income and expenditures. Trustees may be compensated and be reimbursed for their expenses. A court of competent jurisdiction can remove a trustee who breaches their fiduciary duty. Some breaches of fiduciary duty can be charged and tried as criminal offenses in a court of law. A trustee can be a natural person, a business entity or a public body. A trust in the United States may be subject to federal and state taxation. A trust is created by a settler, who transfers title to some or all of their property to a trustee, who then holds title to that property in trust for the benefit of the beneficiaries. The trust is governed by the terms under which it was created. In most jurisdictions, this requires a contractual trust agreement or deed. It is possible for a single individual to assume the role of more than one of these parties, and for multiple individuals to share a single role. For example, in a living trust it is common for the grantor to be both a trustee and a lifetime beneficiary while naming other contingent beneficiaries. Trusts have existed since Roman times and have become one of the most important innovations in property law. Trust law has evolved through court rulings differently in different jurisdictions, so statements in this article are generalizations, understanding the jurisdiction-specific case law involved is tricky. Some U.S. states are adapting the Uniform Trust Code to codify and harmonize their trust laws, but state-specific variations still remain. An owner placing property into trust turns over part of their bundle of rights to the trustee, separating the property's legal ownership and control from its equitable ownership and benefits. This may be done for tax reasons or to control the property and its benefits if the settler is absent, incapacitated, or deceased. Testamentary trusts may be created in wills, defining how money and property will be handled for children or other beneficiaries. While the trustee is given legal title to the trust property, in accepting title the trustee owes a number of fiduciary duties to the beneficiaries. The primary duties owed are those of loyalty, prudence and impartiality. Trustees may be held to a very high standard of care in their dealings to enforce their behavior. To ensure beneficiaries receive their due, trustees are subject to a number of ancillary duties in support of the primary duties, including duties of openness and transparency, and duties of record-keeping, accounting, and disclosure. In addition, a trustee has a duty to know, understand, and abide by the terms of the trust and relevant law. The trustee may be compensated and have expenses reimbursed, but otherwise must turn over all profits from the trust properties, and neither in debt nor riskily speculate on the trust assets without the written, clear permission of all of the adult beneficiaries. There are strong restrictions regarding a trustee with a conflict of interest. Courts can reverse a trustee's actions, order profits returned, 
and impose other sanctions if they find a trustee has failed in any of their duties. Such a failure is a civil breach of trust and can leave a neglectful or dishonest trustee with severe liabilities for the breach. It is highly advisable for settlers and in many cases trustees to seek legal advice before entering into or creating a trust agreement and trustees must take great care in acting or omitting to act to avoid unlawful mistakes. History English Common Law Roman law had a well-developed concept of the trust, fidicomissum, in terms of testamentary trusts created by wills but never developed the concept of the inter vivos, living, trusts which apply while the creator lives. This was created by later common law jurisdictions. Personal trust law developed in England at the time of the Crusades, during the 12th and 13th centuries. In medieval English trust law, the settler was known as the uses, while the trustee was known as the uses, and the beneficiary was known as the sestuikus or sestuike trust. At the time, land ownership in England was based on the feudal system. When a landowner left England to fight in the Crusades, he conveyed ownership of his lands in his absence to manage the estate and pay and receive feudal dues, on the understanding that the ownership would be conveyed back on his return. However, crusaders often encountered refusal to hand over the property upon their return. Unfortunately for the crusader, English common law did not recognize his claim. As far as the king's courts were concerned, the land belonged to the trustee, who was under no obligation to return it. The crusader had no legal claim. The disgruntled crusader would then petition the king, who would refer the matter to his lord chancellor. The lord chancellor could decide a case according to his conscience. At this time, the principle of equity was born in English law. However, the original notion of equity goes all the way back to Aristotle and is found in Book 5, Chapter 10 of his Ethics. Indeed, the universities of the 13th century often wrote commentaries on Aristotle's works, and it was these universities that gave rise to the lawyers of the time. The Lord Chancellor would consider it unconscionable that the legal owner could go back on his word and deny the claims of the crusader, the true owner. Therefore, he would find in favor of the returning crusader. Over time, it became known that the Lord Chancellor's court, the Court of Chancery, would continually recognize the claim of a returning crusader. The legal owner would hold the land for the benefit of the original owner and would be compelled to convey it back to him when requested. The crusader was the beneficiary and the acquaintance the trustee. The term use of land was coined and in time developed into what we now know as a trust. Significance The trust is widely considered to be the most innovative contribution of the English legal system. Today, trusts play a significant role in most common law systems, and their success has led some civil law jurisdictions to incorporate trusts into their civil codes. In Curaçao, for example, the trust was enacted into law on January 1, 2012, however, the Curaçao Civil Code only allows express trusts constituted by notarial instrument. France has recently added a similar, Roman law-based device to its own law with the fiduci, amended in 2009, the fiduci, unlike a trust, is a contractual relationship. Trusts are widely used internationally, especially in countries within the English law sphere of influence, and whilst most civil law jurisdictions do not generally contain the concept of a trust within their legal systems, they do recognize the concept under the Hague Convention on the Law Applicable to Trusts, and on their recognition, partly only the extent that they are parties thereto. The Hague Convention also regulates conflict of trusts. Although trusts are often associated with intra-family wealth transfers, they have become very important in American capital markets, particularly through pension funds, in certain countries essentially always trusts, 
and mutual funds, often trusts. Basic principles. Property of any sort may be held in a trust. The uses of trusts are many and varied, for both personal and commercial reasons, and trusts may provide benefits in estate planning, asset protection, and taxes. Living trusts may be created during a person's life, through the drafting of a trust instrument, or after death in a will. In a relevant sense, a trust can be viewed as a generic form of a corporation where the settlers, investors, are also the beneficiaries. This is particularly evident in the Delaware Business Trust, which could theoretically, with the language in the governing instrument, be organized as a cooperative corporation or a limited liability corporation, although traditionally the Massachusetts Business Trust has been commonly used in the U.S. One of the most significant aspects of trusts is the ability to partition and shield assets from the trustee, multiple beneficiaries, and their respective creditors, particularly the trustee's creditors, making it bankruptcy remote, and leading to its use in pensions, mutual funds, and asset securitization as well protection of individual spendthrifts through the spendthrift trust. Terminology. Appointer. This is the person who can appoint a new trustee or remove an existing one. This person is usually mentioned in the trust deed. Appointment. In trust law, appointment often has its everyday meaning. It is common to talk of the appointment of a trustee, for example. However, appointment also has a technical trust law meaning, either. The act of appointing, for example giving, an asset from the trust to a beneficiary, usually where there is some choice in the matter, such as in a discretionary trust, or the name of the document which gives effect to the appointment. The trustee's right to do this, where it exists, is called a power of appointment. Sometimes, a power of appointment is given to someone other than the trustee, such as the settler, the protector or a beneficiary. As trustee for, ATF, this is the legal term used to imply that an entity is acting as a trustee. Beneficiary, a beneficiary is anyone who receives benefits from any assets the trust owns. In its own capacity, IOC, this term refers to the fact that the trustee is acting on its own behalf. Protector, a protector may be appointed in an express, inter vivos trust, as a person who has some control over the trustee, usually including a power to dismiss the trustee and appoint another. The legal status of a protector is the subject of some debate. No one doubts that a trustee has fiduciary responsibilities. If a protector also has fiduciary responsibilities, then the courts, if asked by beneficiaries, could order him or her to act in the way the court decrees. However, a protector is unnecessary to the nature of a trust, many trusts can and do operate without one. Also, protectors are comparatively new, while the nature of trusts has been established over hundreds of years. It is therefore thought by some that protectors have fiduciary duties, and by others that they do not. The case law has not yet established this point. Settlers, this is the person or persons, who creates the trust. Grantors is a common synonym. Terms of the trust means the settler's wish is expressed in the trust instrument. Trust deed, a trust deed is a legal document that defines the trust such as the trustee, beneficiaries, settler and appointer, and the terms and conditions of the agreement. Trust distributions, a trust distribution is any income or asset that is given out to the beneficiaries of the trust. Trustee, a person, either an individual, a corporation or more than one of either, who administers a trust. A trustee is considered a fiduciary and owes the highest duty under the law to protect trust assets from unreasonable loss for the trust beneficiaries. Creation 
Trusts may be created by the expressed intentions of the settler also known as the founder, express trusts, or they may be created by operation of law known as implied trusts. An implied trust is one created by a court of equity because of acts or situations of the parties. Implied trusts are divided into two categories, resulting and constructive. A resulting trust is implied by the law to work out the presumed intentions of the parties, but it does not take into consideration their expressed intent. A constructive trust is a trust implied by law to work out justice between the parties, regardless of their intentions. Common ways in which a trust is created include a written trust instrument created by the settler and signed by both the settler and the trustees, often referred to as an inter vivos or living trust. An oral declaration or promise. The will of a decedent, usually called a testamentary trust, or a court order, for example in family proceedings. In some jurisdictions, certain types of assets may not be the subject of a trust without a written document. Formalities. The formalities required of a trust depend on the type of trust in question. Generally, a private express trust requires three elements to be certain, which together are known as the three certainties. These elements were determined in night v. night to be intention, subject matter and objects. The certainty of intention allows the court to ascertain a settler's true reason for creating the trust. The certainties of subject matter and objects allow the court to administer trust when the trustees fail to do so. The court determines whether there is sufficient certainty by construing the words used in the trust instrument. These words are construed objectively in their reasonable meaning, within the context of the entire instrument. Despite intention being integral to express trusts, the court will try not to let trusts fail for the lack of certainty. Intention. A mere expression of hope that a trust be created does not constitute the intent to create a trust. Conversely, the use of terms of art such as the word trust does not of itself establish whether an instrument is an express trust. Disputes in this area mainly concern differentiating gifts from trusts. Subject matter. The property subject to the trust must be clearly identified, Palmer v. Simmons. One may not, for example, state, settle the majority of my estate, as the precise extent cannot be ascertained. Trust property may be any form of specific property, be it real or personal, tangible or intangible. It is often, for example, real estate, shares or cash. Objects. The beneficiaries of the trust must be clearly identified, or at least be ascertainable, rehane settlement. In the case of discretionary trusts, where the trustees have power to decide who the beneficiaries will be, the settler must have described a clear class of beneficiaries, McPhail v. Dalton. Beneficiaries may include people not born at the date of the trust, for example, my future grandchildren. Alternatively, the object of a trust could be a charitable purpose rather than specific beneficiaries.